Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. I won't let her betray Gravik. Let us go or I'll kill her. Oh, I don't doubt you for a moment. The males in my species are very similar. If they're not busy gaslighting you, they're threatening you with murder. That's what all the podcasts are about. Here we go. It's How We Sees It, episode 196. This week we're back with the Marvel's uh, miniseries. I know, right? The Marvel miniseries, Secret Invasion. This was the uh, ninth of the Marvel uh, Disney TV and like the 43rd or 48th. I'm trying to remember. I, I know there's a big range there, but I, those are the numbers that stick in my head from what I heard earlier. Um, I just, I, I mean, it amazes me that they've had that many miniseries now. When you think about it, you're like, oh, crap, I guess I guess they really have. Uh, so this was released um in uh, it was uh, 2023. It was, I believe, uh, late June, early July, if I'm not mistaken. Not showing here specifically. Pretty recent. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it's the most recent of the miniseries uh, or TV. I don't know what do they call them. What? Yeah, it was it was June, July timeframe. Uh, June 21st through July 26th. Uh, six episodes, um, not even long episodes too. That was the weird. Thing. Like the first couple were well, high forties. It was interesting and that they they dropped down. Usually the like the the last episode would be like the big one, you know. But no, it seemed like it was the shortest one. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm not so sure, and I don't I don't want to spoil anything just yet. But uh, and we will spoil everything on this because uh, that's one of the things we do is we get into these and we talk about everything <laughs> that happened during them and may happen around them and what's adjacent to them and all that other good fun stuff. Uh, I'm one of your main hosts with us as always. This is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hi, everyone. And we'll let you know that uh, we're recording this on a Friday, which is unusual. Usually it's Wednesday. Yeah. But that happens. <laughs> that means that uh, I just got back from a, uh, a Friday uh, kind of work gathering at a bar so i'm already a couple a couple drinks in which is actually you know when we started this podcast we started counting the drinks on how much you know we would rate uh, how, many, how many beers you would need in order to enjoy this so i think i might give this this series a pretty good review considering how many you know i've had how, how many, many drinks, drinks. You're into it? <laughs> so, yeah. it would take a couple drinks for me to give this a good review i'll, I'll tell you that uh also with this <laughs> That person that needs the help is our friend Nina, who's here. Uh, she's always with us with when we do MCU and 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 a couple other things too. And she's back. How you doing, Nina? I'm doing very well, thank you. You're not a scroll, are you? Uh, no, no. <laughs> good, good. Although that, that would be would quite the you. twist. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. It'd be interesting. How would a scroll rate this show? That would be the, the scroll. Thing. Scrolls like this show. Scrolls like this show is the greatest. Well, representation counts, you know, so <laughs> uh, one of the things we've been talking about is how many drinks it would take for us to get through this. And that's one of the things we do on this show is we create a cocktail or a drink that we're going to watch or uh, pair with this uh, while we talk about it. And uh, it's no different this time. We, we've all created our own. And uh, I know Steve's been sipping on his. So I'm going to let him tell us what he's been drinking. 
Sure. Uh, mine was inspired by uh, episode three called Betrayed. And it's when Fury and Talos are, are uh, driving along and they get into this kind of back and forth conversation, which is really a, a beautiful moment in the series, which is a little stiff in its delivery and some of the characters aren't very inspired. But Ben Ben Mendelsohn um, is is a great uh, presence on the screen and and he gets into this, it, it almost seems like this whole scene is almost ad-libbed where they're going back and forth and kind of bickering like a like a like an old married couple, which I think that was the whole idea. And and at mm. one point they get into why the, you know they're driving to go go to Commodore Robert Fairbanks uh, place because yeah. they're trying to investigate something. But then they start talking about Bob. We're here at Bob's. Yeah, Bob. Remember Bob, the guy that launched the nuclear attack? You know, and they, they kind of get into this bickering moment. And I just thought it was really one of the really kind of the highlights of the series, you know, where I think they just let these two two actors just have a little fun and really try to bring their relationship to the screen and captured it. And it stood out with Bob and I, I decided to go hunt on the internet and see if there was a Bob cocktail. And sure enough, I found <laughs> one. So I had to tweak it a little bit cause it called for a cherry brandy, which I didn't have. So I used, I used some cognac and some, um, maraschino liqueur to kind of, uh, bridge that, uh, together. So, so what this ended up being was one ounce of cognac, one ounce of banana liqueur, one ounce of amaretto liqueur, uh, again, the half ounce of maraschino, uh, liqueur and then three quarter ounces of orange juice, which I did a little acid adjustment cause, cause I <laughs> got on that stuff. Um, and, and, uh, you shake it and throw it in a glass where I added a cherry. Um, they didn't have the, you know, the ingredient, the, the recipe I found didn't have those instructions. So I just kind of went with what I lived. Yeah. I kind of figured, you know, it's got some, it's got some juice in it. So I'm going to shake it and, uh, and, uh, I'm going to acid adjust it. I think, uh, you know, I taste it. It, it kind of comes across as almost like a, like a almond flavored, uh, unfiltered orange juice or not orange juice, almond flavored, unfiltered apple juice, surprisingly. Oh, okay. Um, I think I, if I, if I had it again, I might go, go a little easier on the amaretto liqueur, but, uh, other than that, it's tasty. So that's it. It's, it's, this is Bob. <laughs> Bob. Yep. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's something that sticks in my head with Samuel L. Jackson saying something, Bob, and I don't remember if it's from this or if it's from another movie, but it's, you know, it's, it's a, the typical, his delivery, it almost brings me back to almost like uh, snakes on the plane or even, uh, yeah. you know, um, uh, what's what's the one with uh, Travolta? Uh, Pulp Fiction. Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it has that delivery in my head, yeah. but all I can think of the word is Bob. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's nice, and it, yeah. If you want to check it out again, I watched it again right before this uh, this podcast, just because I wanted it fresh in my mind. It's episode three, about <laughs> about two thirds in, so you can catch it on Disney nice. Plus. <laughs> cool. All right, Nina, what do, what do you got for us? Okay, so. Uh, this show features the scrolls, which um, are known for, among other things, being able to change their appearance. So, uh, and they also have, and um, the few times that they're shot, uh, have like real dark purple blood. So, I uh, made a uh, simple syrup with um, blue butterfly pea flowers, which are. Uh, 
they're from the tropics. Um, they're they're mainly known for being like a an all natural um, colorant, like a natural mm -hmm. food dye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got I had happened to have some dried ones on hand, and I made some simple syrup. So I have like this uh, nice dark blue simple syrup. But I'm making this is called a gin and talos, which nice. is it's a gin and tonic with an addition of this um uh of this blue simple syrup but if you watch carefully i haven't added the tonic yet so let's see if we can get this to do this yeah it changes the color yeah oh, nice <laughs> nice so that's cool that's what that of, uh the empress uh gin that i get every once in a while does it 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 does that so. color change too it's kind of neat yeah so you can see like the uh the simple syrup is kind of hanging around at the bottom and is dark purple. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, the tonic kind of is a magenta, pinky magenta color. So, um, yeah, so this, like I said, this uh, this blue pea flower, um, that, that's the other thing, is in the presence of acid, it uh, goes from dark blue to, to like a, a magenta. And... Um, so yeah, this involved looking up the pH of gin and tonic water on the internet before. <laughs> Damn, science, nice. bitch, nice. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> science, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so yes, so that's awesome. I like, a, I like a good gin and tonic, so it'll be a little yeah. bit sweet, but um, it's very pretty, as you can see. It's it's kind of got a cool, cool look to it, and uh, the. Uh, a website where I found out about this simple syrup. Oh, had they had different things like you know with an addition of lemon juice at the end or whatever, and it's oh like, yeah yeah you know serve it and then give your your guests like a little little beaker of lemon juice to pour in. And, oh, to pour in as they want. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Nice. So anyway, yeah. No, that fun. sounds cool. Yeah, I like that color change. You get that uh, the Empress Gin. If you ever get that, it's the Empress. Uh, 1908 gin. It comes in that violet color, and it does the same thing. It it's goes to a, like a pink. Yeah, it changes to a like nice. a bright pink color. It's really and it's tasty too. It's a very very flavorful yeah, it's, gin. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of foods that are naturally like dark purple, they'll do that. That's it's it has something to. I, I mean, I could look it up, but <laughs> it's I'm not. I'm, every, it's, every, no, it's it's if, science. It's it's biology and chemistry. Us, you know, <laughs> they have the internet. They can look it up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, that's cool. Um, so I uh, I this was a weird one for me because I I you know uh, one of the main things I talk about in in my my uh, likes of shows is rewatchability, and uh, I had watched this when it came out. You know, religiously, like I do everything um, Disney and, and Marvel specifically. I had the hardest time rewatching this. Literally, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I would put it on and I would just drift off into like whatever else was going on. So it just was a hard, hard thing. It was kind of like, you know, you got you got something you got to do and you just don't want to do it. And it just becomes a bad day at work. And so I started to get my drink, and it's a, just called a bad day at work. Uh, and so I looked that one up, and it, it was just one of those. Is it, it also uh, the story kind of of what is there? It's really not this great story. It's not this epic story. Even it's kind of like you know 
uh, Nick Fury just has a bad day at work in a way. There's nothing. I mean, there's some other ramifications that come from this, but it's not this epic world ending that they wanted it to be kind of thing. If you really step back and look at it. So uh, I made what's called a bad day at work. I found it on the internet. I had to change it up a little bit. Uh, starts off with one ounce of simple syrup, uh, two ounces of a gin, um, and then four ounces of it. This started with a clementine orange juice, but uh, I wanted to go with a tangerine. And uh, I know they had uh, tangerine juice at Trader Joe's, so I went and got a big bottle of that. Uh, and then uh, it talked about having a splash of seltzer. Well, while I was getting the uh, tangerine juice, I found this tangerine pro- pro- probiotic, probiot- probiotic uh, <laughs> sparkling beverage. I know I can say that, right? You got uh, there. They're at Trader Joe's, and I was like, well, shit, if I'm doing tangerine, I'm going to keep doing tangerine. It's got a sparkle to it and everything like that. <laughs> and, you know, what would else give you a bad day at work? Someone throws a probiotic in your drink. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so I, uh, I figured, you know, I'll go with that. And um, everything actually, this is a, a Trader Joe's-specific drink because my gin came from Trader Joe's. The uh, the juice came from Trader Joe's. Um, only thing that wasn't there was a simple syrup, which I made at home with. I think the sugar that I use, uh, used was probably bought at Trader Joe's because my wife likes to shop there a lot. So it's a, it's a pure Trader Joe drink called a, a Bad Day at Work. Uh, and that's really what this move or this mini series was for me. It was just a bad day. <laughs> you got Trader Joe. I got Trader Bob. No. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it is, and it's actually pretty delicious. Um, the the probiotic doesn't change it much. It does add that sparkle beverage, a little bit extra uh, tang to it, which is what I, li- I like. I like those sour kind of tangy drinks. Anyways, uh, the tangerine juice is delicious. I I really like a tangerine over just a basic orange most times. If you like um, the tang, and- you should try the acid uh, adjustment. Because that tangs up your orange juice a little bit when you're dealing with I haven't, it. I haven't got to that yet, Steve, but I, <laughs> I was going to tell you, I, I made my own, um, uh, it's just lime super juice. There you go. And, <laughs> and so uh, I'm going to make a lemon here soon. And, and so I got the acids for those, and I think they're probably the same acids. Uh, I was going to start getting into some of that and just checking things out, too. I, I haven't got there just yet, but... It's your little harvest uh, project I, going on. That, uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Get all the powers of them in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is, this is a very tasty drink. I could see this, this, this could be like a, you know, how people have a mimosas for a breakfast kind of thing. Sure. Uh, if you're not into that, this could be very much that same kind of uh, refreshing morning breakfast kind of drink. You know, not that I'm saying drink breakfast before you go to work, but if you're going to have a bad day, why not? So. <laughs> hey, by the way, I just looked up Empress Gin. Uh-huh. It's it's those uh, butterfly pea flowers that give it okay. the color. So it's the <laughs> nice. exact same thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, it did. <laughs> you just made your own. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let's get into this. So this is, like I said, the ninth uh, Disney Marvel TV um, I didn't listen to a lot of podcasts on this one because there's not a lot of people that really cover this in a overall, and I was not going to go episode by episode with a bunch of different podcasts. I did that with um, Marvel 30 Questions, which is done by the guys that do uh, Hero Movie Podcast. Uh, I do that with all their shows. They're doing Ahsoka right now, which I uh, it's just a fun they, – they ask 30 questions about each episode, and uh, people write in. It's, it's, a fun, it's a fun one to watch or uh, listen to. Watch, I say, but listen to. Um, so I did that. I did that when it was coming out and felt, followed it religiously because they do it right after, like it, it's released on a Wednesday. They do theirs on Sunday. 
um, I wasn't going to go back and do that with it, so I didn't listen to a lot. But I, I bet though, the, I bet though, even with a series like that, thirty questions could be fun to listen to. Oh, it's a when, blast! Even when you're talking about a bad series, I mean, it's still mm-hmm. interesting to to hear people defend it, you know, with questions or, or just get get into the nitty gritty. So there was a lot. There was yeah. a lot of good questions, like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Uh, um, but I mean, we got in this. This is a a, a star heavy uh, miniseries too. You got Samuel L. Jackson, you know, one of the biggest stars in MCU, really. Uh, Don Cheadle, who is one of my favorites. Uh, I, I did. I, I Rhodey is one of my favorite characters, and what they did to him in this, I, I, I'm so pissed. Uh, Emily Clark is a new uh, character, or she plays an actual Marvel character, but she's new to this series. You know, big actress, big name. Um, uh, uh, who else was uh, Olivia ben, Coleman? Uh, I yes, she was a standout. Yes. I, I really like. I her. love her. Yeah. I love she, her so much. <laughs> she's probably the best part of this entire series. And the funny thing is, is her character is MCU only. Like she is not a character from the comics at all. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. She- created specifically for this show in MCU and I was like well fucking A she better become part of this because if anything came in out of this that's the only good fucking thing she's great one yeah. of the one of the videos I watched said they need to she and um Contessa uh, um Julia Louis-Dreyfus character have oh yeah oh that, <laughs> there's some speculation on how that's gonna go down and it, that looks I mean that could be incredible I mean a lot of fun too uh, one of my biggest gripes with this, and it, it started in the first first episode, um, and and kind of never really fixed itself, which I was really hoping it would, was um, when they uh, at the end of the first episode, uh, Colby Smolder's character Maria Hill gets shot by Gravik, pretending to be uh, Nick Fury, and incredible first episode, right? I thought it was a good first episode huge cliffhanger and i was like but the fact that they let her die i was so pissed for the rest of this fucking series i was like you motherfuckers like realistically this and we're gonna get right into it with this one because this also leads to another part of it killing off her character did nothing for this show it bought nothing it 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 gained nothing all it did is it it took a a good character a fan favorite character out of the potential to use later on and then we also get that later on and we're going to jump right to it because uh um Talos is also killed in this without any real reason like you they could have made it you know come on it's comic when, books when, when you say Make reason, it almost you mean like something poetic something more like some like, justice like, yeah. Iron Man. There's yeah. a re. I mean, he. There was a reason for that. I mean, even Black something Widow. More cinematic, yeah. Some, something I, more. I I, I want to defend. I, I do want to defend that sometimes deaths that have no reason can sometimes resonate in their own because they lack reason, and and that makes them. But 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 I agree. That, I mean, the narrative didn't really go anywhere with this, so it wasn't. It wasn't. It like, did nothing. Yeah. And that's. I was really. I mean, we lost. We lost two really good characters that could have been in, a, you know, down the road in more shows and stuff like that, that people would have enjoyed to see. Um, and and they killed him for really no reason other than to kill him. And I don't I didn't. Under, I mean, it just the writing in this was really poor. You know, my, they have this this thing called the mind. multiverse. So it's very possible that we'll see them again. 
Uh, you know, I, I, that's such a, a no, shit bandaid for I, it though. I, I agree. That's kind of what this, this MCU universe has come to though. It's, it's, it's death really doesn't have any meaning anymore from, from a, from an audience standpoint, cause they could just bring you back in, in a, in a, what if cameo or a, a, a you know, a multiverse cameo. So I, I'm yeah. not, I mean. I I was I was hugely that and, and because the, it happened early on I kept waiting the, for it to come back for yeah. the, the weight of death has has lost a lot of its value yes in, 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 well in, it, in the MCU yeah it has in a way but it, it doesn't mean it has to that's the thing the multiverse really hasn't solidified yet because we haven't really seen a bunch of people coming back so it's not really like oh well they're just going to come back yes it's there which is a shit fucking poor band aid for writers that don't know what they're doing but. As fans, like make make of if you're gonna kill a character that like that, have have some meaning behind it. Give give the people something to care, cheer for, care for. You know, it it, it was really piss poor. Um, so I, I it, especially you know if 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 this show was to give us uh, Gaia as a character, the most overpowered now character in in the MCU with absolutely zero likability. Um, if that's what this show was for, this was a waste of goddamn time and money. This and also not only that, but this was a two million dollar budget. Or I'm sorry, two hundred million dollar budget. Two hundred million. Oh wow. That's crazy. This what did they spend went, it on? <laughs> uh, I think it was it went to Samuel L. Jackson, Emily Clark, Don Cheadle. I think this was they they put a lot of money in their actors because there wasn't a ton of, of CGI that need I mean Really, I would have liked to see way more scrolls in scroll form. You know, like the whole ad, the whole attitude of like, oh, we're trying, we're trying to find a home where we can be ourselves. But yet, I'm going to sit in this human uh, skin the whole time. You're never going to see me as a scroll. You know, this, you know what I mean. This, this was released right before the, well, during the writers' strike. Maybe, maybe the writers were getting pissed off already when they were writing this and they said, screw it. <laughs> well, let's, let's, I think let's this write was some shot. crappy episodes and, uh, and then go on strike because, uh, you know, maybe it was, <laughs> maybe it was while they were disgruntled or something. Cause, cause it just, I, it didn't have there. I, you know, I don't, I didn't find the, the series annoying or just aggravating or, or frustrating. I just found it kind of dull, <laughs> you know, and that, yeah. and well, that there was, was that yeah. too. It was, it was boring. Yeah. And I, I thought I was a little upset with Samuel Jackson. I didn't think he brought much to his role. Well, okay. Um, so, okay. Let's get into that a little bit. Okay. Because that's another thing that, like, so um, now I know this this was supposed to be his big kind of like um, shot at you know, hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you you know your own show. You're gonna be the start. Um, and someone else brought this up that I was listening to. They said that sometimes characters are so much better when they're just a side character where they're, they're feeding off of others or they're kind of in and out, you know, you get a little bit of a, yeah, I agree. And I think, I think we've seen this in the MCU over and over. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, Hey, we want this, this side character is so great. They should get their (laughs) own series. And it's like, you know, a lot of times, even, even with a character, even with an actor as great as Samuel L. Jackson and a character as great as Nick Fury, less, less is more sometimes. Well, what I, what, what bugged me more about this is, is it wasn't the Nick Fury we've had in the past. 
No. The Nick Fury we had in Avengers and in the small cameos he had in a lot of these other shows, he always was in control. He was always two steps ahead of everybody. He always had his shit together. He, he In this one, he looked like a bumbling fool. He looked like he didn't know what was going on. He looked like he was lost. A stubborn and had, old had, man, had, yeah. That was like, I'm not going to call the Avengers. This is my gig. You know, you know okay. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, it was like, it was kind of like, you know, the pissy old black guy. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like... It really was, and it just it didn't fit his character, and it it took away from the magic that Nick Fury was in the past. And it, and it, they, sorry, they like they like tarnished. created this. They created this whole backstory out of nowhere. His wife, and, and then and then we're like, and then expected us to care about it. It's like, oh yeah, he's been married to this woman for how long, and. Uh, and that was horrible. She's a horrible scroll. Story. You know, she's a scroll, but she pretends to be a human. She, uh, you know, nobody knows about her and, and on and on and on. And it's kind of like, guys. Yeah. What, <laughs> Nick Fury is, is, is interesting. You know, him and. He doesn't need and, that. Yeah. And then, I don't know, to, to go back to what you were saying about Maria Hill, it's, there, there's a, there's a concept, you guys might've heard of it called fridging. Yes where they have a female character who um, gets threatened or uh, yeah, taken out for... or killed solely to motivate a male character. Yes. Like, oh, um, okay. Did you call yeah. it fridging? Like, like refrigerator? Fridging, like, like, yeah, yep. like refrigerator. Okay. And you don't see it as much anymore, but you still do from time to time, especially in like super testosterone movies. There's always, uh, you know, like there's there's always like the girlfriend who, you know, yeah. has 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 no personality other than she's the girlfriend and she's kidnapped and spends the time screaming so that the hero can. You uh, listen on you know. our 80s movies, Nina, come on. <laughs> OK, well, you know, I'm just saying. But so so it's almost I mean, I'd almost make that accusation about Maria Hill that. Except you never really saw. I I mean I knew she had a relationship with Fury. They were was, like he was, never, she was like his right hand man. Yeah, but you never really saw it. And then after she was killed, you had the whole scene with her mother, and it's like she has a mother. I mean, I'm I, obviously she has a mother. We all have mothers, but it's like it, it, I, I I feel nothing. I had she, she I knew nothing about her personal life. She was not that yeah. kind of a character. You know, and it, it was just they're 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 throwing all this heavy yeah. stuff and expecting us to care about it. They were pulling strings like, that didn't really exist. They were just kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. And it's like you'll you'll feel bad about Maria Hill just because she's recognizable. And it's like, and, and she's fun. I'm like, yeah, she's fun. She's a funny she she's a funny character. I like that she's I like that she's like the deadliest person in a room and doesn't look like it and all that. And you know, there's a lot of stuff that's been suggested over the years, but. I, I we didn't see it, and for something yeah. that's six episodes long and seems like it could have been cut down to two hours, you know, you had time to do this. Yeah, to, I mean, they didn't have to. They started right out of the gate. It's like we're going to start with the whole scroll thing, you know, episode one immediately, and it's just going to be all scrolls all the time. And it's like, I was excited for this before. I I, I remember talking to you guys when before it came out. I was out. too. And I said, you know, I'm just excited that it's like this is all the grown-ups. It's <laughs> right. You know, nice. it's 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 the people. It's 
it's fury and roads and hill and the yeah. people who have dedicated their lives to saving earth and don't have superpowers and aren't doing it for the glory and don't get to you know make, i was gonna say don't get a suit but i guess roadie does actually have a suit but i mean roadie has a suit now but you know it's and he was he was in the Air Force for how long before he? he well, he, and he still is. He still yeah. is. You and, know. Well, I, I guess he's not now. He's he he moved up into like a a, a different position. But yeah, I mean, he's he, like he a, was, he's 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 like well, um he's in the he's like a cabinet uh, position. He's in the, yeah. I was gonna say he's he's in the cabinet. He's he's not the the uh, Secretary of Defense, but he's like in yeah. that yeah upper echelon. Yeah. But and I said. So, but you never saw any of it. You never, yeah. I mean, you never, and, and what you did see was just, some of it was dumb, just dumb. <laughs> I mean, get, I sorry, agree. I, sorry. I don't no, mean, no. I don't, I don't mean to dominate the, the soapbox here, but, but like, yeah, like you said, what they did to Rhodes, it's just, it, it you know, when he goes in and he's talking to the joint chiefs or the yeah. head of the joint chiefs of staff, and he says, did you take stupid pills this morning? And I understand it was a scroll in disguise, but still. Right. <laughs> don't, yeah, he ain't going to sit in that position for long. You don't say that. You just, yeah. he wouldn't say well, that. <laughs> what, what, the thing that bugged me most about, like, I, I didn't mind the scroll uh, swap out of, of Rhodey. That made sense for this position. But what it was is, is at the end where they tried to make it seem like it came from right after civil war so all the stuff since yeah. then wasn't roadie and i was like no that that doesn't play out right you know no one's come I mean, right out and said oh yeah this is this is when they took him but they tried to kind of well he's in a I, hospital gown maybe yeah but i know and it's but yeah the, the implications of a lot of the stuff they dropped yeah. in this it's like are you are either gonna have to ignore it and never mention it again or <laughs> well or speak it we got Marvel's explanation. I mean, we got Marvel's coming up, and and uh, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury plays a prominent role in that movie, up on uh, the space station, the sword station. Uh, or you think he's still going to be depressed? And <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't think should. so. He should. No, I don't after think so. I think he's going to. I think he's going to go back to being funny, grouchy Fury. And <laughs> You're right. You're right. It's because it's probably got better writers and it's probably got a better director. And and I, this was such a, it was such a bad. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth about about Nick Fury. It ruins I mean, his I mean, legacy in my mind of of the Nick Fury I yeah, knew from this that, stuff. And before. that's a fair yeah. frustration. I, you know, he's got that patch. He finally whipped it out in kind of a silly way where he goes to the. To the uh, stupid to the to the cemetery and you know opens up and oh he's got the patch he's gonna put it on, but oh you know he puts on the patch and it reminds me of did, did any of you guys see that movie uh, They Live, uh, um the old, oh the, man years ago yeah because because this whole scroll thing reminds me of that where you put on the glasses <laughs> and then you yeah, can see all yeah, the yeah. aliens I was even watching some scenes uh oh I can put that on my what I've been watching list uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I was watching some scenes from that because I remember seeing that in the theater but but speaking of this I this this inability to identify the scrolls I thought 
you know, when, when we had Olivia Coleman's character cut off the finger of one of them and it turns into a scroll or, you know, you know, it, it immediately turns into it right there. It seems like, oh, my God, well, that's a simple way of identifying it. All you got to do is like steal a few, you know, skin fragments from, mm-hmm. from someone and watch what happens. I, it seems like that could have been more interesting, more fully realized. It just seemed like this was this was taking i mean i know comic books can sometimes play things a little bit more two two dimensionally but mcu is usually a little smarter with their science they they elevate yeah. it a bit so that so that you're not just like you know they 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 go one direction with one thing and then they say oh nobody knows anyone's a scroll it's just you know and but it's so easy it's like how many scrolls have died and 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 someone has spotted and just the pop body? up you know i <laughs> so I mean- you, you don't even, they don't even have to be murdered. I mean, yeah, you know, well, okay. So that was accidental ac- death. uh, deaths occur, you know, it's or, that was, or, or even injury injury makes you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so. Well, that was, they were inconsistent with that. Right. So some of them got shot and purple blood flew out. So, but then you got Gravik who gets stabbed and red blood just pours out of, and it's like, wait, no, that should be purple blood. If the blood's leaving your city, you know, they were inconsistent with that. Now, the other one that made me really mad with the inconsistency is when uh, the Gravik and, and the rest of the scrolls uh, tried to take the president, right? And they get that big battle scene, which was fun. You know, they finally gave us some good action and stuff like that. But the only scroll that anybody sees is is when Talos is killed. Like, what about all the guys? So did he just – did did Gravik find a way to get all these Russian dudes to come in and, and try and take the president? Those, those were all supposed – those all should have been scrolls that were with him. And some of those were getting shot too. So why weren't they turning into scrolls? I don't know. Like it just didn't make – they were they, – they, yeah. They didn't think. You mentioned Gravik yeah. and I uh, – the the actor who played Gravik oh. is what? Kingsley Ben Adir. Mm-hmm. I I was annoyed at Gravik. He thought – he seemed he like was he was – I, I did not like him at all. But I did think the actor was impressive, and I wish he had better, better writing. I There were a few moments where he stood out, and I'm like, man, if he had some better writing, this could have been a much more interesting role. So I just want to call I, call him out as as uh, someone who elevated himself a little above the, the writing that existed. And I've seen him in some other things, and he oh, yeah? can be very compelling. Good. But... Yeah. I think he could have. I did not like the take on him. I found him annoying. Well, I like, agree. I, I, but I, but I maybe, think, maybe, maybe, maybe you're that was, supposed to. But I think that was part of the writing. I mean, he looked. He kind of had that that I, I you know, I'm, that whiny ass. Uh, there was something about him that just irritated me to the yeah, highest level. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. But I still found him his performance more compelling, and I, I, I kind of wished okay. that, that he had. He had I also writing. thought he was a shitty fucking villain. I didn't think, I mean, <laughs> his, like, you know, when you talk about, if you if you rate him on the villain scales, like, is he a Loki? Is he a Thanos? Yeah. Is he, you know, uh, what was <laughs> Obadiah Strain? You know, where would he fit in this? I, he's very low, low in the, the villain. I, well, I know. think we, we can all agree that Gaia was also someone that was a little tough to swallow. <gasps> but, but I think oh. Amelia Clark didn't really... Elevate okay. what she had to work with, it, uh, whereas yeah. I thought Kingsley Ben Adir elevated what he had to work with more so. So I guess, I guess I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I think he brought a little bit more. Like his his acting kind of came out. Um, I I don't know why everybody's so enthralled with her. 
as well, an actress. It's from, like, well, it's from uh, she was Game in of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game, and, Game of Thrones. Yeah. She had a care like she didn't have to do anything but kind of stand there, and they it just the the name of who she was and the presence was was kind of what it was. Her acting wasn't great in Game of Thrones. There was nothing spectacular I, about I, her I, in I the think, first season. Her being nude was probably the best part of her being on screen. Well, I think, but I, her her. Yeah, her character she, was not that great. She's not that great of an actress, and this to me proved it. There was no, I was like, I got nothing for her. Yeah. There's nothing about her I cared about. I didn't think she brought anything to the character. I just, I don't know where the love and where this, like, oh my god, she's this great actress comes from. Because I was like, she was so dull in this whole role. Yeah, it, it's fair to say. I mean, she she's attractive. She's got she's got a presence. But can it? Does she have the acting chops to kind of uh, get get beyond that? That might be where it yeah. came from. Like you know, and it might be the right calling too. out Game of Thrones season one. Uh, you know, well that's where she that, got. That's where everybody falls in love with her because towards the end she is one of the biggest characters and everybody loves the character. But she doesn't really. There's not a lot of acting in that either. It's a lot of just her standing around having dragons. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind looking up other things she's been in because she seems capable. But I, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people be, give her more credit than she deserves. That's, I, that's just me in this too. Yeah, she's, possible. She's done a couple of rom coms that I've seen her in, where she was in Solo too, or one of the Star Wars ones. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Or, or, yeah. Yeah, Gosh. she was in Solo. She gets screwed. I mean, she was in the Terminator, right? She was Sarah Connor in the Terminator. She was, and that was Never a saw bomb. It. Solo was a bomb. Uh, this was kind of for <laughs> the MC. She's like getting into these big. These big uh, series or these big uh, um, universes, and you know, not really landing. And they're all bombs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at our IMDb right now. The only thing that's above a six is Game of Thrones. Everything else is like uh, way low. Okay, there's a couple. I was gonna of, say, I've, later I've, on, I've, I've seen her in a couple of rom coms, and she's she's funny and cute nose, but yeah, they were not good. And again, I don't. I'm not sure it was entirely her fault. They were both pretty dumb rom coms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, well, and this is not going to help her because uh, I, I, of everything I've listened to and everything I've read about this, no one is excited to see Gaia in the MCU coming forward. Just we went from having, um, you know, Captain Marvel, uh, Brie Larson's character as the most powerful. You know, Danvers is the most powerful. And now she has her powers plus everybody else's. So we just took a very overpowered character and just said, nah, you ain't shit. Now we got you plus a million in, in a non-likable character. You know, I, I actually, I thought Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel, sorry, Ms. Marvel is a different character, but Captain Marvel, Dan Danvers is a very, I like her. I, I you know, I'm not so sold on the character, the, the actor as much in some of the, the movie, but I liked her as a character, and I, I thought she had a lot going for her, so I didn't care about her being the most powerful. That was great. But now this is like, this is the most unearned, most <laughs> overpowered, why why would you do that, and what is that going to do for the rest of the MCU to give us a really stupid uh, power versus power set uh, final fight that they just made fun of in, in um, uh, uh, She-Hulk, Right, the end of She-Hulk. Yeah, she calls out like, "Why do you just keep having these big power versus power battles?" And then the very next thing they do is have the same goddamn thing. I mean, you know, in a spy thriller, why would you have a big CGI fest 
of just power. You know, this would I, have been a great one to have some kind of spy finale where he he outspies him in the end and and finds a way to you know snuff yeah. him without any it's, big instead, damage. And, yeah, instead they pull like a Mission Impossible. Oh, remove the mask. Oh, it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, and I like a good. And here's the thing: the MCU has shown they can do. Good paranoid political thrillers because Captain the Winter America, Soldier damn, yeah, yeah, Winter Soldier, yeah. exactly, and exactly, yeah. I agree. Um, the 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 people in this, and I'm I'm going to jump around a little bit more too. Uh, there were some great act. I I loved uh, Ben Mendelsohn as uh, Talos, although yeah. his accent is it Talos <laughs> or Talos? Like, it depends on who you talk to. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've heard it. I yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he's dead. We can't ask him anymore. So I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, I, he was he was interesting in this, and we got him from before because he was you know he was a big part of the the Captain Marvel movie. He was a big part, uh, or not a big part, but a small part in the the Spider Man because uh, he was playing Nick Fury, uh, you know, um, and his wife was playing Maria Hill, which was a fun you know there was a fun joke in that too because we got we got scrolls and we got. Fury and 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 Hill, uh, so I, you know, I, I enjoyed that. But now he's gone, and I'm like, man, he was one of the better people, better actors, better characters you had in this, and you you snuffed him for for what to to you refrigerated him for his daughter, who is a horrible, yeah. non likable character. And um, do, do you I'll think you this, it was it was a lot of? I want to say real quick, it was a lot of fun to see Ben Mendelsohn play a good character. Because he mm-hmm. usually plays villains and <laughs> fantastically, but it was like this was quite a departure for him, and he was really he was he was very likable and very charming. But yeah, you're right. right. There's not really a good. <laughs> I like the fact that he got to be Martin Freeman as Agent Everett Ross. I thought that was kind of fun too. Yes. <laughs> I, I love seeing him in there too. That was just fun. I I, I like him for some reason. It just he always cracked too. me up in there. Martin, Martin uh, Freeman so is is has really improved on his uh, American accent. I gotta say, because I remember the first time I saw him in this role, it was it was a little bit of a head nod and like, wait a second. Oh, did not. Well, that's. <laughs> So a little ben, bit of Hobbit Ben's, in that accent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mean, I love the Hobbit, so maybe that's part of it. Uh, Mendelssohn, his, I'm like, uh, is he, is he got braces? What's going on with it? Cause he, he sounded like he always had a mouthful of marbles when he was talking or something. He was half chewing some food or something. And that's, it always, I was like, what the hell's going on here? Uh, but uh, it, I mean, he was what he was. Now <laughs> we talked about it earlier. The standout, uh, character in this is uh, Sonia Fallsworth, and that's uh, Olivia Coleman's character. Now, if they would have, what would okay? If, if they had the chance to go back and rewrite this, and and, <laughs> and I was at the head of this, what I would have made this is a Nick Fury, Sonia Fallsworth, buddy cop fucking movie. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? Those two yeah. head to because uh, she was what Nick Fury should have been. She came in with all kinds of gusto, busting balls, taking names. She showed up without any chewing gum. That's what happened. Because she was there to kick ass <laughs> and chew gum, and she was all out of gum, and she fucking killed it. What was she that? is the be- what, what best was, character. What this. was the villain in the first season of Jessica Jones? What, uh, Doctor, uh, oh, purple, that's a... Uh, purple... Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, I, that actor, though, the two of them were in. Oh, a, David Tennant. David Tennant and uh, yeah. Olivia Coleman were in a series 
called um, Broadchurch. It was a British murder mystery yes. series. Yes. Which I, I think it's like three or four seasons, which it's, it's, oh, so good. And this was before she was... Um, I mean, maybe she's been around, but this was the—I think that was the first series I ever saw her in. She's, and this was before she's her. one of those. She won an Academy Award for the the for Queen Anne and the Favorite, but but this was prior to that. Oh, she's good. Yeah. There, there's a there's a joke about the BBC that they have ten actors, ten actors, five costumes, and seven and seven sets, <laughs> and she's like one of the ten actors. She is in. That's hilarious. Everything. She's well, been in. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah, you mention the no buddy cop though thing, that makes me think of of Broadchurch with you know you got David Tennant and Olivia Olivia Coleman, and they kind of have. I mean, it's it's a pretty heavy, serious uh, show, but uh, yeah, but they is. still it's have really their heavy. their moments of of, of banter. It's well, kind of I just I thought she was so good in this. Like the scenes with her were so fun and so interesting. Yeah, do you I, think do you I, think, I enjoyed uh, every bit of it? Do you think Fury Jackson? I mean, he's done some great roles, but I don't. I mean, he didn't seem to have the the chops in this series to really. Well, I I think this was. I don't know if it was him or no. Buddy if Cop. This, writer. This is. I I think. Well, but went, I mean, it doesn't have to be Buddy Cop. It ha, it could have been. Uh, it could have been competition. It could have been head to head because they're you know they're they're friendly with each other, but they're also trying to outdo each other. This is you know it's this is where you that's why I meant Buddy Cop. Get a you know you got to find a a novel and base it off of a a real like a, a, a espionage thriller. Yes. Um, yes. And, and dig into that and, and adapt it to the MCU world. So it's because so, it, it seems, I mean, you need some good twists and turns in here. Some much more uh, effective. But I mean, what is, yeah. when you hear Nick Fury, right? What is, what is the thought that comes to your mind? Master spy, right? He's supposed to be the fucking best Bad spy. The, I mean, I, I always, I think of Samuel Jackson. It's hard to, it's hard to separate. But I'm, <laughs> okay, but Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, right? Nick yeah. in in the MCU before, what has he always been? He's been that boss man. He's been that guy that knows everything. In this, he knew nothing. Now, when she showed up, she fucking knew everything. You know, he's asking right. her. I, I love I love the first interaction when she's in his office, or when he's in her office, and 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 uh, he's like, you know, I'm a bourbon man. And he goes, yeah, but you ain't getting shit, but fucking swill and just like, <laughs> like a vodka or something. I was like, you ain't got shit. I was like, that's funny. And I love the fact that she calls she renamed her Al um, because he got now he has a patch. <laughs> you know, she gave him an eye patch. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. I mean, she just everything she did. Um. The, the 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 scene the, the that scene, oh are you gonna say the val- where she, where she goes in and she meets up with the scientists uh, is that the one you're talking about where she's oh, talking no, I was I was I oh. was gonna say where she goes into the meat locker <laughs> oh well that's I mean that's pretty badass too that was not my favorite scene with her though but that was pretty badass where she goes yeah. in and she's she's interrogating the guy and gets out and everything takes and, out a soft you know, finger and, yeah <laughs> no the yeah, one that got me though is, is cucumber. she well well she shows up at the the house with the the scientists and she's looking in their microscope and they come in and she's just chit-chatting she's like you know I could be your best friend or I could be the badass bitch and the guy's holding a shotgun she goes oh yeah I'm going to have to talk to so and so she's like the guys everybody's like what and then all of a sudden oh yeah that's the guy with the gun with the silencer at the back of your head like just she shows no like gives no shits right you no. know it's like i was like i fucking love that and uh just i mean if, if if there's anything that came out of this series that's a positive that's her it, it's yeah. her and her alone <laughs> it, 
uh, to the most part. The rest of this could have all been scrapped, and and no one would have been. Especially since they killed off the two other characters that had, you know, were elevated. Fuck. You know. Yeah. Yeah, um, with killing off Maria Hill, like I'm, I, I almost canceled my Disney subscription right then. I was like, you Don Cheadle woke up, so maybe we'll get a. <laughs> well, I mean, I did love the fact that we had Don Cheadle, and I love the fact that he was kind of a smart ass, and you know, he kind of was, you know, just a little bit, you know, cocky. I did. There was a scene with him and and uh, 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 Nick Fury in the restaurant. You know, the nobody in there, just the two of them, and they're they're having a little pissing contest. It wasn't, you know, and that was right there. I, I knew, I think I knew before that, but right there it solidified to me. I was like, yeah, that ain't that ain't the real Don Cheadle or the real Rhodey. I was like, I knew something was wrong, you know, this little pissing contest in between them, and, and it went on and further, and, and we got, you know, it was a great reveal. Uh, but it was one of those, just like, God, I, I hated the fact that they, they cheapened him. You know, it, this is a legacy killer, essentially, if you think about the, the likely, like, like, What's the right, what's the right word? How much you like characters from the likability the previous oh. likability of 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 Nick Fury of Rhodey? You know, like you go back and you go, man, the, the shit that they did in this makes me question why I liked them before. Yeah, you know, it's like they yeah. came in so cool and they had so much they could have been, and you guys do this to them. It's like ah, I I, I hated it. Um, I mean, and like I said, rewatchability is shit. <laughs> Well, I mean, with Nick Fury's character, you know, it kind of reminded me. Um, I know, I know, only one of you's watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but I've watched uh, every episode. But remember, um, in season six, when she was like depressed because yeah, she was you know called back from the afterlife and all that. And she spent the whole season like being depressed and like she went to work at a fast food joint and <laughs> just I mean, I don't have to go into it. She and the thing is and it was one of those is like like a lot of the younger fans that I talk to, they're like, Oh man, is she's not like herself, she's not like herself and I'm like She's playing depressed and she's doing a really fantastic job of it. Yeah, okay. But it is not fun to watch. And I kind of, right. it's kind of the same way with Fury. It's like he's playing someone with, with PTSD or whatever. And it's like he's doing a great job. He's, he's a good actor, but it is not fun to watch. It's okay. And, and, and you know, if this were, if this were a, a heavy drama about uh, soldiers and, and their, their mental health problems, I'd be like, yeah, give the man an Emmy. But, <laughs> it's, it's it's a it's a show about uh shape-changing aliens trying to take over the world and we need a little more a little yeah. more lightness <laughs> i i agree i agree um one of the things that someone else talked about was is how many times we had to hear other people or someone tell us how old and how you know out of out out of it is fury like you know they they pushed He's getting older. He's not the same guy. He's not, you know, it's but like he didn't help his case, though. I mean, he didn't. He didn't right. He and didn't. that's and that's what I mean is like you you said PTSD. And, uh, and I was right away. I was like, if you would have said Nick Fury is going to suffer from PTSD from all the stuff that's happened before before watching this, I'd have like, nope, that guy's too strong. 
Mentally, he is too strong. He's going to fight through it. Because, I mean, and, and I'm not going to ever say anything against anybody who has PTSD, but I know that uh, some people do fight through it and don't have the same effects. And, and it, it I mean, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say one way or the other, like if you have a strong mind, you can, or if you have a weak mind, you're going to, no, I'm not, I'm never going to say that. But I mean, he's the kind of guy that's gone through this shit and that hasn't let it infect him since, right? He, he's been in this, he's been in the muck from the go. And he and he's always been cool, collective, right? He, he's he's that he's that leader that's seen the shit and he's gonna walk you through it. That's his character from all the other shows. He's always been, you know, it does. There's nothing phases him, right? You know, that's that's kind of where he was. And this is everything. I, I get what you're saying, and, and it makes sense if you look at it that way. I, I agree with you, but that just it it tarnishes the Nick Fury we know from before. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to defend this show, but <laughs> good. <laughs> I mean, when when you look at the timeline and the history of the characters, you know, post Endgame, we haven't really seen the real Nick Fury. We've seen a scroll pretending to be Nick Fury. Right, right. And he, we've just, you know, we knew he was up in space, but we don't know what he was up to. I mean, he could have been. You know, and the the whole everything that happened in Endgame and all the, you know, the deaths of the of several Avengers and and you know being snapped for five years and all that stuff, it could have really affected him that way. It could have just, I mean, it's 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 understandable, but we haven't seen it. And that, seen, and that's that's possible. Yeah, that's know? possible. And maybe maybe it's such a shock that I'm in PTSD for seeing my my fury that was such a rock. Do you think, come back not a rock? I thought they had a good opportunity. I kind of liked the how they were playing his wife Priscilla Davis. Uh, I hated and, that story. No, I I thought <laughs> it had potential. I did not mm. like how they where, where they took it. I mean, it just seemed like yeah. it was flat. It was it 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 was an opportunity to really explore exactly what you guys are talking about. This you know because because some for some reason he left. And and they had a conversation, but it just seemed like it was the way they were talking. They were like they were like a bunch of morose teenagers going, <laughs> going you know, talking about their relationship and stuff. And and it was it was annoying. And every time they got together, yeah. it seemed like it was that same kind of. Uh, well, she she was a great actress, and I and I, I, I like what she did. Again, I, this is I, this is written. This is this is Agents of of Shield uh, level writing. You know the the. Ooh, I don't even know if it's that good. Well, Agents of Shield though at least had the cover of being uh, more of an official television show. So yeah, it was, yeah, it was allowed to kind of be. This a is later Agents of this Shield. Is, this this is, is this has a more of a <laughs> reputation, or like it has it has a responsibility to to elevate itself a little bit more to the MCU level. So uh, so yeah, that's that's fair. Well, that, that, you know, obviously you're not going to look at them the same way. Yeah, I was gonna say um, the the actress was was really good, Charlene Woodyard, who played I, Priscilla. I I don't know, I didn't see, I haven't seen her in other things, but it, to me the writing was so, no. I would say so this, bland. I thought she was really good. I, okay. I thought she was a good character. I I enjoyed. I thought her acting was good. The story elements, I agree, are very unlikable and unbelievable. Like who would have like who who was sitting around going, you know, I really want to know what Nick Fury does in his off time. Nobody. <laughs> and not only that, but nobody believed like, oh yeah, 
He's he's got a fucking wife and she's a scroll and like that that is the most I thought do you think asinine fucking thought I ever I would have found it a little bit more interesting if he was a little bit more of a of uh, now here here's probably some of the some of the extra beers I've been drinking talking but <laughs> but if he was a little bit more of an asshole at, at home you know you know oh well I don't know I mean or you know what or, or if he didn't know she other, was a scroll or the other way around yeah that would have been fucking better yeah, I oh, yeah. thought that's where they were going at first. And then they did. God, that would have that would have been fucking cool. Well, I don't know. I think that was more more obvious. That was more obvious. I thought it was more interesting that that they explored the story oh, no. of how he knew it from the beginning, but I don't think it was a very interesting story. I think it had potential for being more Well, okay, so there's this scene but, where he first meets her as her, right? And just, and he acts like he every, doesn't know she's a it just seems that every MCU person has to have every MCU character has to be this perfect human. And I, I want to see, I want to see. Well, that's Captain America. We all want people to be Captain America. Yeah. But, but I mean, can't they, people have flaws. Can't, aren't, you no. know, anytime Cap they cannot pres- have flaws. Anytime they present. A flaw I don't know. He's kind of that, a smart ass sometimes. Yeah, but, that's, <laughs> but, but that's something that we dismiss because it's part of a character charm, you know, but, but I mean, if someone was an asshole or they did something that made us kind of yeah, like turn yeah. our head and go, huh, that's not, that's not my hero. Well, they gave you know, us something the, that they isn't gave heroic. Us the perfect and, yeah. <laughs> They gave us the perfect example, right? Captain America is the perfect guy. They took all of his flaws and poured him into Star-Lord. So Star-Lord has this overabundance of flaws. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> uh, just joking. Uh, no, well, I know what you mean. I it, mean, it, it, I, think, <laughs> I think there are some characters. There are some characters that have flaws. I mean. Uh, and I mean flaws that make you kind of question whether they really are good people or they have traits about them that you might consider Ooh. like, yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, you know, I mean, everyone has, I mean, hu- humans have things that they regret. And, but there's and, not all, but they're not all humans, right? There's some gods in there and there's some, yeah, some people that okay. are, but no, I know what you mean. And well, okay. So the MCU no, no, I know. I know what you're saying. I think the problem is, is, is with that is, um, right. These people are all put on a hero's pedestal. Yeah. Right. We're all looking up to these guys as like not that they're flawless, yeah. but like and, they're and, better than. Yeah, that's true. And we've talked about what the comic book code about. Uh, right. Know, not, yeah. not portraying these characters and, in ways. And, and yes, I, I agree with you that having a flaw definitely makes them a little bit more attainable as a as a person and a character. But, you know, you got to you got to. It massage that flaw, flaws, so it's not like flaws are hard in movies because most people yeah. see a flaw, and unless it's something that can be remedied, and and you make something, you know, make something sweet out of it, it's like oh, you know, I just made, you know tie <laughs> well, a bow shit, to it. Nowadays, if, it, if it's actually something that makes someone, you know, change their opinion about someone, that's 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 interesting. But yeah, these days, that's that's these days. Oh shit! If you do something to offend anybody, you're on you're on the fucking cancel. Yeah. Uh, dock it so uh, you know and that's easy to do you just have to have the different opinion of uh, someone else Um, but no I mean this 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 show I now I I know it it was kind of done and filmed very early like it took like two years to get this out and I don't know if it if it would have been filmed and dropped early if it would have changed our minds if if the story changed over like too many people you know too many fingers got in there and fucked up the story I'm not sure what it was but it this is you know it realistically if i had to say where does this rank in in marvel mcu series this is probably the bottom of the barrel for me 
in in likability. Like I, I mean, I I just rewatchability. Yeah. This is absolutely the last. I mean, I I I, I've I shit on I Moon Knight. You watch. I can't believe you watched it twice. <laughs> I, I I had it play twice. I probably yeah. watched. Uh, I mean, total time. What they're talking about? Maybe three hours, four hours. I maybe watched an hour, hour and a half. I mean, if I saw half of it, it was on. I guarantee it was on. My wife was out of town, and so I binged like three episodes at a time. But I guarantee I did not probably look at half of it. But I, I was listening to it. I was going, you know, the stuff that interests me, I watched and stuff. But it, it is, it is very un, un rewatchable. Uh, where, where most of the series before, I mean, I can't think of even, even Moon Knight, which is one of my least favorite of the others. It, it's at least rewatchable. Oh yeah, you know, Moonlight has its moments. It, it there, it yeah. has some episodes that make you kind of go, ah, I think that was a mess. Uh, but there's still some interesting things in yeah. it, but there's nothing that just makes you go, fuck, I just can't listen. Absolutely. Miss Marvel, that was elevated. WandaVision, certainly. Yeah. She-Hulk had, had a character about it that was uh, at least mm -hmm. solid. I know there were a lot of people that didn't care for it, but yeah, this one was just kind of <laughs> flat. I mean, was that she, a point? She-Hulk she at least had a few laughs. You yeah. Know? Oh, well, for sure. It had some like, great laughs. There's some moments I actually walk away because I don't want to see in that one, but I also do enjoy that one as a rewatch. There's some parts of it I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, and none I'm, of them I'm actually very anxious to see Moonlight Season 2 just because I think that that brought a certain yeah. potential. I mean, I know. You think, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think it I'm not potential. excited for it. I know. I know. Uh, I, but um, there, other there than. Thing, and we yeah. talked about what a Season 2 could be, and maybe I got excited about that possibility and so i'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping they can fix it <laughs> well if they I, I go think... with the action side it could be incredible yeah if they stick with some of their mental bullshit that they were playing with well, i not, love not that, that, that i know they kick, have to. that little sidekick they had with uh with the the the, the, the character can't you yeah is that what it is okay yeah that's no, no, can't you? Well, that's part of it. It's in his, it's, it's in his head. But no, but I mean, they got to they got to stick with some of the action that that we need a little bit more Moon Knight in our Moon Knight. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Sure. We need a little bit more Nick Fury in our Secret Evasion. Is what we, we the real Nick Fury, not this. I mean, not this guy. I don't know who this guy was. This this make. <laughs> I want to make that that Eminem song. You know, the real Nick Fury. Would you please stand up? Because this was not him. Um. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh. I, I, I mean, oh, God, I don't know what else. I don't know if there was anything else to talk about this that was, was recoverable or worth talking about. Uh, do I you still think stand by my Bob scene. I think that was the highlight, and I'm glad I made my cocktail. No, well, okay, there were <laughs> there were individual scenes that were interesting to watch. Like uh, anything that had uh, Olivia Coleman in it was, yeah. was watchable, yeah. like for sure watchable. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, Diamond in most the of the scenes yeah. he – most of the scenes he was in was pretty watchable and, and, and interesting. Uh, Don Cheadle's roadie. I, I enjoyed majority of what he was in. Well, uh, we like Don Cheadle, but I, I, I don't know. And well, that's why I said it's kind of it was it was cringy because you're like that's not really roadie though, you know. <laughs> and especially when you know it's not yeah. roadie, you're like, mm, you're fucking up my boy. What the hell are you doing? And 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 also the way they react to some of that, like the Secret Service in this, were were. You know, they point the guns at Fury, and then they, they all run down. the Like, that was the most ridiculous. I'm like, come on, man. You're making us look bad. Just just bad. That's not how people act. Yeah. Uh, it was bad. <laughs> I did want to point out one of my uh, one of my favorite things in this was when they had the Council of Scrolls uh, show up. You know, and we all know it's the high-powered 
people. Uh, and we got uh, Christopher McDonald in there. Uh, I just love seeing uh, Shooter McGavin as a scroll. I just thought that was funny. Uh, I would love to see some some scenes go back and it, it's Happy Gilmore, but uh, Shooter is actually a scroll. <laughs> you know, or or basically, you already have them go. I like that Sean like you for breakfast. Too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, at, as the scroll actually going up to someone, I eat little shits like you for breakfast or something like that. I just. I don't, every time I see him, it makes me smile because uh, Happy Gilmore is one of my favorite movies <laughs> of all time, uh, and that just that scene just sticks in my mind because it just makes me laugh. Um, other than that, there wasn't a, there wasn't a whole lot uh, that that did anything for me in this. And like I said, it's it's one of the most unrewatchable shows from uh, Disney. But Marvel. you you pulled it off. Are, are so we, cheers to you. <laughs> are, are we wrapping this up? I think we're going to wrap up talking about this, but what I do okay, want to let talk me, about it. Hang on. Okay. Let me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me <laughs> before we go, as, as boring and forgettable and unlikable and so forth and so on, <laughs> all these characters were, the implicate, unfortunately, like, you know, I used to joke, like, it took us forever to do the Eternals, and I kept saying, so we're just going right. to pretend this never happened, <laughs> right? And the yep. thing is... You could pretend it. Ne- you could pretend it never happened, and they seem to be pretending it never happened. This is taking so much is is like torpedoing so much established lore. Yeah, that it's like it's pissing me off. Cause well, it's, it's like, interesting because, like I said, the more you think about Rhodey, it's like what what was what was real? Is how long's Rhodey? Has he been in there like? During when now that he's out, it's like, do they have to explain that half the world got snapped and his best friend Tony Stark is dead? I mean, I I think I, they, they? they took him out. I think I think it's going to come out. They took him after Endgame. He had to go in for a checkup or something. Like, he was getting a colonoscopy or something like that. And they yeah, snatched him. I mean, he's old they enough. Snatched so that's, the wrong that's one. They like, snatched in a roadie that came from another multiverse or something like that. <laughs> and, you know. Well, the, I mean, but and but the other yeah. thing that they did is and super dumb <laughs> setup is the president from his hospital bed reads a speech written by Scrody and <laughs> which oh my god I, I love it <laughs> I, I can't take I can't take credit for that but <laughs> I can't oh. take credit for that but um reads a speech that, that the skull roadie wrote and yeah and it's like which how did how come on? First of all, the it's like you just just one of your random advisors. Granted, he's top level, but it's like, like sure. I'll and he's this. the only one in there. And he's the only one in there, and they're putting him on live TV from a hospital bed. I'm like, I'm sorry. There's there's yeah. just so many things that just would not happen here. It but, wouldn't be him. It would be a, a now from our president. They said this, and it would be yeah. A, would what's really that curly say, head black woman that does the the president's uh, speech? Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> it would be yeah. It would be the press secretary or somebody. Exactly. But anyway. <laughs> Anyway, but then he says, apparently without consulting the United Nations or anybody, yeah, all aliens are now our enemy. And I'm like, isn't Norway full of Asgardians? Yeah, that will whoop your ass. I mean, what are you going to do about them? Because they will kill all of you. Yes, all you, fuck, you think the scrolls <laughs> are like, bad? They will like, fuck hey, you up. We're kicking you off Earth. Oh, are you now? Yeah, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Did that brought someone else brought that up too? Yeah, that oh, was that oh, was bad. Lightning just destroyed uh, <laughs> London. 
<laughs> exactly. Happen, you know. <laughs> yeah. No. The, there. There was a bunch of other people that were talking about like what. What is the ramifications? How are we going to see? Well, in the the other one. So we're going to get a pretty good indication of what's going to happen in Marvels, which is coming out in October, November. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me let me pull that out real pretty quick. Soon they just uh, a new trailer. Yeah, it's coming out. I, I'm actually, you know. When they first announced it, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know about all this. But the, the more I've seen of it, I'm kind of like, oh, this this might be actually pre- pretty good. November 10th. Um, okay, good job, Steve. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. I like I, I like Kamala Khan. I like that her mm-hmm. whole fam. I like that her whole family's in it. It's like, all right, they they yeah, figured yeah. out why we what, what why we enjoyed that. that show would. And but the other thing is. I, I sent this to you guys, but they announced that the uh, the Marvels is going to be the shortest. Oh yeah, MCU it's under movie. two hours. It's it's like an hour forty, and you got to figure like ten minutes of that is credits. So <laughs> true, true. This thing's, and, and now, of course, some some more on at Disney is like it's all killer no filler, and I'm like, oh shut up. But but the thing that. <laughs> At 90 minutes, it's like, it is going to be tight. It's, you know, you you know there's, hopefully, that means there's not going to be a lot of... Filler. You know what, though, that, be that a, a actually nice, might be good. That, nice that might script. actually be good. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think it's a good, I, I think it's good. It's As long as it doesn't I come mean, across as, like, a sitcom or something like that, because it... No, it, no, no, I mean, there's... <sighs> movies used to be, be like that. <laughs> right, like, they were um, always under we, two hours. Like we showed Claire Men in Black and it's it's about an hour forty. And it's like there's no there's no fat on that on that bone. It is every single scene in there is is like nice and tight. And it's you know, so I'm kinda hoping that's that's what this'll be. I, I am too. I I I'm excited to see this just because I think there's uh, the the trailer has got me excited because I think there's some good potential. And if it is a just action packed. Um, it could be good, which means that yeah, they're not trying to set up other movies. They're not trying, you know, which happens in a lot of the previous Marvel stuff. That this yeah. could be really good, but that's what I mean. Is are we going to hear anything that anything at all that the Secret Evasion? You know, I, I don't think so. So this this may be one of those is like this was already in the can. The other was already yeah. in the can, and it's, nobody talked to each other, so we're not going to hear anything it's, new. It's getting hard to connect the dots because they're just creating this chaos with some of these 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 movies, these series. You're, yeah. you're, they're going all over the place, and so the only way of really surviving that is to make a movie concise and just about what it's about, and not try to involve you know all the chaos that they've brought in the last in in phase phase four and phase five. You know, it's yeah, yeah. Well, I can I can tell you I'm excited to see this for one reason and one reason only, and that's uh, there's a bunch of flurkins. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think uh, Goose needs his own show. You know, we talked about sidekicks that that get their own uh, Marvel uh, uh, series. I think uh, I would I would watch that definitely. Not only that, but I saw a scene where there was a bunch of kittens, and I I literally kind of gooed myself uh, just because that's the kind of guy have you, I am. Have you Have you seen the scene where? Uh, Kamala is um, with Goose, and he does the whole she thing, and she screams. And I hate like, that scene, though. Really? I, I thought it was... She, I, I thought it <laughs> was okay, there's something about the way she screams that bugs me that I was like, 
it doesn't seem like her. And and like I said, it's a quick clip, so I'm like, I have to see the whole scene. But yeah. there, that that does, it doesn't seem like her character, like almost, because you know she's so into Miss Marvel and all this stuff. It's almost like she would have had the reverse reaction, like, oh my god, like cool, not oh my god, I'm scared, like I saw a spider, and that's. But that's just my internal thing, and maybe it's just because if I, I saw know. Goose do that, I'd have been like, fuck yeah, that's my cat. <laughs> you know I was, was going to say, a, a goose vomiting an octopus would be pretty scary. <laughs> you know, I, it, it may play out well. I don't know. It's such a small clip, but that is one of the ones that does bug me in the and wow. I Now, I, I'm, but with that, I'm still excited to see this. Yeah. So, um, but then we'll find out soon. And it could be uh, funny because you could, we could watch the movie and she'll do that scream and then she'll just follow it up by that's so cool. You know? Right. And then I'd be like, see, that plays off. Okay. You got me. You got me. Cause I was like, I hate that, but now I love it. You know, our goose just looks at her like, what? Like I got you, you know, who knows? I, I just goose. I hope goose gets a lot of screen time. I hope, I hope he, he does well. Uh, I know there's two cats that play him in this movie, so I'm hoping that means that he had to have some good screen time, that they had to have two cats set aside just for him. So, excited for that. Did you, did, did, when, did you see uh, uh, the cat actor who played Goose on the red carpet at the first the premiere of the first movie? No, no. It was He was on the red carpet, and he had a little bow tie. And oh, it's like, awesome. why is not the, why is this not the biggest story in every paper in the universe? <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find my my uh, photo screen for my uh, my phone because it's it's my cat wearing a bow tie, <laughs> and he he is also an orange cat. Um, but anyways, I wanted to talk to you guys about what we're watching now because that's that's you know that's what we're at now. Uh, we've we've gone through everything we can with uh <laughs> with this one, but uh, I I. Steve, I know you had some time. You need still need some time to tell us uh, what you've been watching lately, or are you, are you I, I, all set? I, no, I I wrote a, a little small list. I haven't been watching okay. much, and and it's <laughs> funny because we just brought up we we've been talking about uh, goose. Um, part of my time this past week is, uh, you know, we we got our new our new uh, puppy a, a couple months ago, and she's a she's a handful, and it's kind of kept our two cats. Um, away, <laughs> they they you know oh. she she's she goes a little nuts when they show up and tries to chase them around. But um, so this last week, I've actually been building a, a catwalk around our house oh, to kind of give nice. them some elevated access. And so so down you know split down our kitchen and our living room above on the ceiling. There's there's actually this kind of zigzag little little path for for them to come in. I drew I I made a hole in our our kitchen door where they usually come in down low. I put another cat door up, up high and a little kind of a little balcony there so they can come in and out, you know, at, at, you know, five feet up rather than having to do it down on the floor so they can come in, walk on, on this catwalk, get to some cat trees and stuff like that. I'm going to add a little bit more. Um, so that's, that's actually some of my time has been building this, 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 um, travel system for our cats so that they don't have to be, uh, exposed to our crazy uh young puppy <laughs> and that's been fun. Yeah. Um, so i know i haven't been watching any movies i i you know how i sometimes get kind of caught up in youtube and 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 right yeah and and, yeah. and lately i've been you know when i when i bring up youtube because i have a little time to kill you know what's in my feed right now is is these uh 
cop cams and these are these are people getting pulled <laughs> over for DUIs. Oh my god, I get so tied into those. I, two. I don't know. For some reason, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of obsessed with watching all these people doing stupid things and watching them all fail the the DUI <laughs> tests and stuff. And I don't know why, but I'm I'm kind of obs- obsessed with that. And they're quick watches. It's not like I, I don't have that much time for, you know, I I. I trying to fit in fit in our series and that's certainly uh, maybe i'm maybe i'm just supporting the writers and the actors by not watching any much much oh, content there you right go. now uh to look to at wait. you steve <laughs> but uh so so instead i'm watching cop cams and and uh and uh whatever we're we happen to be podcasting on so but that's, that's about funny it. <laughs> that's great what about you nina well it took first of all it took andrew and i a while to get through this because he kept <laughs> falling asleep and I would be like, look, I can watch this without you. He's like, no, no, I want to see it. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> but um, I did, I finished up uh, Strange New Worlds, which you said that you didn't like the second season as much. I, I actually liked it better. Um, and Yeah, I think the second season, there, yeah, I didn't care for it as much as the first. I, I thought the, really... last, the last episode was, in, was fabulous. Yes. Um, and I thought the crossover with um, the animated um, Lower Decks was really good. But there was yeah, a lot of was, other episodes I didn't care for as much. That was hilarious. The one the one with the uh, Klingon who was uh, like. Oh, that. that on, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really good. But there was some good ones. I just didn't think overall the stories were as as intriguing or they, they seemed a little more character focused on individuals rather than crew and that took me a little bit out of it compared to the first season that's all yeah and anyway and we also started the new season of only murders in the building yes which is which we're only a couple episodes in but uh paul rudd is in it and also mm-hmm. meryl streep and the two of them are both hilarious as usual. i thought they were in second and, i thought that's the second season no it's the third Oh, third. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we it's, just it's, we're it's, finishing the first. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is it's, that Hulu series with Martin. It's, yeah. It's Short Martin Short and Steve, Steve Martin. Martin and Selena Gomez. Right. And it, it have you, you haven't seen it? No. Uh, it, no. I don't good. have Hulu. I right mean, now, so. oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's, it's great. It's, it's hilarious um, and really, really clever. So. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's, that's actually can, on my. That's can on my highly list recommend. Too. Yeah, <laughs> that's something Cindy could get into too. I'd be good to. Okay, it, oh, it yeah. is. It's a. It's an incredible show. Like it's. It's literally one of the best um, on TV right now. I think. Um, yes. As far as okay. shows. And and the thing I like about it is, uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short are both playing, <laughs> playing their age. And like some of the stuff that they're talking about and going through, I'm like, yes, can relate for sure. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. That's a, that's a great show. Um, That's actually one of the ones on my list too. I was, I was actually going to talk about that because that's uh, one of the main shows that I've been watching um, was, was the, the only murders. We're, we're only on season one. We're just finishing up season one. It is, it is a fun, it's a little slow in the beginning. And uh, it's funny because uh. Uh, Steve uh, Steve Martin's one of my favorites of all time. He's literally yes. one of my favorite comedians from when I was a little little kid. I think one of the very first comedic albums I ever had was was his. It was um, with uh, 
I just remember it was it had a um, an autographed picture of him that had like a, a bow tie or a tie that was fishes, and it says uh, best fishes, you know, Steve Martin. <laughs> uh, but it had, it was when he did the the walk like or the the Egyptian King Tut. King, King, King Tut. Yes. Was that album? I, I listened to that thing until it, it I, wore I, grooves. I, in I it. had comedy is not pretty on eight uh, track, so this is back in that. Oh wow! In those days, uh, absolutely. That's, that's yeah. old school. And I memorized some of his routines. They were just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. So um, I was telling my wife I was watching this, and I was like, you know, Martin Short is one of those guys that he is. He's hilarious, and sometimes, but he's also one of those guys that if he's in a character that you don't care for, he can get on your nerves. And just recently in, in, in social media, people have been shitting on Martin uh, Short oh. about, like, you know, oh, saying was, he's not one, funny. It was one guy. He wrote yeah. an op-ed for, um, well, I want to say the New York Times, but I may not be 100% on that. It yeah. may just be like an online thing. But he was like, and and the tone of it was like, Martin Short's not funny. Why don't Why are we all pretending that he is? And people are like, no, dude, he's funny. You have well, people are like, humor. he's like, yeah. And and <laughs> I agree with, I, I do agree with some of I, his stuff that I some agree. of his, I mean, I, I can't, yeah, I can't say I love everything that he's done. Yeah. But like Jiminy not, Glick, I, I hate yeah, it. I'm not a big fan, <laughs> but there's but, some of his stuff that is so good. Yeah. And this is one of those characters where he's also, he's a little bit of himself and you're kind of like, oh, okay, you, you got that over the top character. And sometimes you're like, oh, you're going there, but it's still a great show. Uh, yeah. Selena Gomez kills it in this. Oh my gosh, um, she's so good. I remember watching, um, it's the Wizard of Waverly Place with, <laughs> with my kids. That was one of their shows yeah. and she was on that. And so when I see that, it kind of, it, it, it makes me think of my kids at a younger age and it kind of is a cool feeling for me. It's like, Oh my God, it's, she's grown up. My kids are grown up. Nope. Nope. I'm going to reverse all that. And she's still that little kid. And my kids are still little in my she, brain. I, you know, I, I never watched any of the series, but, uh, but my wife would put together these little musicals, you know, of, of the music that the kids were listening to. Um, mm -hmm. and Selena Gomez would always have really good songs. You know, the, some of her yeah. Yeah. songs were, were really, you know, even, you know, my generation was like, damn, that's catchy and good song. Yeah, I like that. Oh yeah. She um, was, <laughs> yeah, she was, she was one of those Disney stars that kind of broke out. She, she, yeah. she definitely has a, a lot of talent. Well, and she's got a good head on her shoulders. She doesn't get too deep into the Hollywood of everything, which is kind of no. cool, um, which is neat. Um, so besides that, I've also been, I, I picked up a movie or a series on Max uh, that I really enjoy uh, called the Warriors. And this is a, 18, early, late 1800s, uh, San Francisco, where it's it's a battle of the, the, the Tongs and the Irish and the police oh. and some great, great, bloody, violent uh, <laughs> fight scenes that are like, oh, my God, these guys, it, it's got that martial arts Western feel to it. It's it's okay. some really fun stuff. Um, and it's on Max, and it's so you know there's there's some there's some sex. Is it, is it an is it an American series or is it a? Uh, it is a combination. So it's done okay. in English, and so even when um uh, the the Asian uh, tongs are talking, you know they'll be talking back and forth. They'll they'll be speaking English, but okay. everybody knows that they're actually speaking Chinese. It's like they they. It's, oh okay. It's, it's dubbed also in sometimes, but it's not. It's it's very palatable for for uh the american audience okay um, and it's it's set more for that i think too but it's 
it's a very fun it's kind of like a, a peaky blinders type um you know old school but some of the characters are just over the top cool the 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 set decide is very old western nice and fun um a lot of accents you know the irish this you know and and just it's it's just a fun kind of uh i don't think it's very accurate to well i hope it's not accurate because it's pretty brutal but it's it, it's kind of it's kind of neat it's just a fun okay just a fun just I'm gonna turn my brain off. I'm gonna watch these guys fight and fuck and 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 <laughs> you know control San Francisco and do their thing because it's 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 based out of uh, the opium trade and the the brothels and stuff like that. The Asian uh, tongs, the different tribes. I mean, that's that's San Francisco was the Wild West there for a while. Yeah, and that's and that's what they're kind of showing. And they and they have some offset ones where they, they there's one where the two two of the main characters from one of the the families you follow uh, are are taking a fallen you know a, a casket of a fallen uh, a member back to be shipped back to to Asia. And it, they end up in like Modesto or somewhere like that, and it's oh, this really old, old school Wild West type shootout kind of thing. Fight with some some rowdy cowboy. Oh my god, it is so fucking. They, they, the I'm, I'm, I'm reading out. it. Does say it is based in fact. So uh, okay, based in if fact. that's a fact, it sounds, no. <laughs> it sounds like they had you know they stretched a little bit and had a little. They do, they do, uh, but it, it, yeah, but it's. Yeah, if you can't stand blood and violence, it's not for you. If you don't like nudity, it's not for you. If you don't like um, <laughs> some some subtitles every once in a while, it's not for you. If you like all that and enjoy a fun, just beat em up <laughs> kind of fun martial arts kind of movie, it's kind of cool. Uh, not only that, but I've been listening to my audiobooks. I, I think I talked about this last time. I got back into the Dresden Files. Uh, there's like oh, 17, 18 books now. I'm, I'm about halfway through again of just I'm binging these suckers. And, you know, they're 14... 15 hours and I'm, I'm killing these in like two, three days, just getting as much as I can. And I, and I love it. It's uh, if you've never read the Jim butcher uh, Dresden files, I recommend them highly. Um, speaking of uh, Buffy, the vampire slayer, uh, our, our friend uh, James Masterson, who was spike is the, the narrator of these books. And he does such an incredible job. It's funny. It's almost like he got into, like he got this job to do the first book and he was just getting his feet wet. So if you get a hold of old copies of it, like they didn't edit out some of his fuck ups and it's kind of funny, <laughs> but he does, he gets better and better. And he got so good that I think it's the 10th book that, that he, he there was a, a scheduling uh, snafu yes. where he couldn't do the 10th book. And people complained so much that they went out and had him redo the 10th book like a couple years later. And if you had bought that through Amazon or any of these other places where you could prove it, they would give you the new copy of him reading it because the guy that they switched to, not that he was bad, he just wasn't the same. Yeah. And so he's done all these other books and it is, it is literally my favorite book series of all time. I've, I've this is probably my 10th time going through them now. Um, and I'm super excited to do it again. So uh, that's kind of what I've been doing, and and that's what we've been watching. And uh, much better than having to rewatch uh, Secret Invasion. Yes, uh, and I'll stand <laughs> by that. <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to the A new nice Marvel. Root Canal might be better than watching Secret. <laughs> oh God! True, true. You're you're not wrong. Um, Although it, it would put me to sleep, so maybe that would 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 be helpful. It's kind of like its own little uh, <laughs> uh, sedative. Um, yeah, I'm I'm you know 
people talk about the the Marvel fatigue and stuff like that. I I don't know if I have it because uh, I'm still looking forward to to more content. We got Loki season two coming soon. We've got the Marvels coming, uh, and uh, a What If season two has been uh, promoted out there. So I, I'm still all looking but, forward to but all you this. You brought up a great point about this series. How it kind of like screwed up the previous. You know, if it, it's gonna if it's gonna mess with the character in a way to make you kind of rethink what we've watched. You know, yeah. That that and, that discourages one. You know, yeah. when you watch an MCU, it's like and, okay, enough, stop. And, <laughs> and here's. And here's the thing. I don't have Marvel fatigue. I have bad Marvel fatigue. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I loved. Yes. I've watched it five times. You know, it's... it's yeah, it, it is. Know, and I agree. Good, I, I'm happy to see them, but yeah. Well, and that... And- I you know there's a lot of that that's come out because it uh, was the other movie before that was Quantumanium that people just didn't care for uh, you know and I understand there's I understand some of the complaints to it I enjoyed it um, you know Paul I mean, Rudd could it, do no wrong in my mind I, I loved every part of that um, I think it still I mean, has I, better rewatchability so yeah well I said at the time I'm like it's fine it's fine but it's you know it's not it's not as good as the other two and I mean right. it's just. Well, and then there's Love and Thunder, where people were like, "Oh, this isn't yeah, as great." Again, and I, and yeah, it's not as good as Ragnarok, but it's also not Eternals. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, it is. So I understand people's that's a thought wide, of the that's a wide breadth of space there. Eternals <laughs> and Ragnarok. <laughs> right, right. Well, I was just saying, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. Yeah, that's uh, right. Actually, I don't even know. If, I don't even know if Eternals were the worst because I know on my rewatch of Eternals, I was surprised at how much I actually enjoyed it the second time compared to the first time, which I was like, I didn't expect that. So, yeah. interesting enough. Um, but no, I mean, so there is there is that fatigue, but I think we're getting ready to hit some pretty interesting. I mean, fingers crossed. Lo- if they fuck up Loki, they're gonna lose everything. If 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 somehow Loki is is somewhat like secret invasion where people are just like yeah no you fuck this over i can't watch this anymore there the, there will be no more marvel there will yeah. be no more mcu after that i think everybody was just like stop fucking wasting your goddamn money you if you've ruined reboot. loki reboot yeah <laughs> i mean they've got some char- i mean they've got some actors out there who are like solid charisma and i would have said samuel jackson is one of them and they just i don't know it's like I don't know what they did to him, and it's if they do. You that know, thing, it could have it could have been him if too. If they do that, you know, to, if they do that to Tom Hiddleston, it, it'll be a war crime. <laughs> it's, I think it'd be harder to fuck up Loki than it was to fuck up Samuel Jackson and Nick Fury. Well, so we'll see. Well, but but that's I mean we'll know by the end of the year. We've got you know less than six months. We're 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 in July. Are we in July? No. What are we in? We're in September. Damn, September. We're in September. <laughs> so we got like. Three and a half months, and uh, we'll know by the end because we're going to have Loki. We're season two. We're going to have the Marvels. Uh, if if those two don't get people excited for Marvel again, I think there's going to be a very big shift in the MCU, and we may see it disappear uh, somewhat. I'm not. I'm not going to count um, What If season two in that, just because What If is kind of uh, it's kind of a What If. It's like yeah. you can like or dislike it all you want. It's they're they're these kind of fun little cartoons that, you know, they're 30 40 minutes and they they're completely non they 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 
they're literally the what if. Like, this has nothing to do with anything you've liked before. This is just someone else said, hey, well, what if happened is this? Because, you know, uh, I enjoyed some of them and I hated some of the first season. So we'll see. We'll see how the second one goes. But I won't I won't count that against them. And we'll have to see what happens with the strikes and how that, you know, it's like normally I would say I'd hate I hate True. to lose the momentum, but maybe they need maybe it'll give them all a a, a good time well, to rest to think, regroup so they can say oh COVID? Hey, think all this. I think COVID kind of hit a little bit of that, and now I think, we're. I think COVID the... did. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about it. Uh, we talked about a lot of the um, the movies that like got delayed or yeah. or, or came out during or ended up <clears throat> coming out on Disney Plus instead of the theaters, and then I think it really was apparent in some of the series. Yeah. You know. well, I'm wondering how much it affected, and 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 this writer strikes will definitely affect. And and you know, we also I don't know if you guys know this, saw the news, but um, the uh, CGI studios have uh, voted to unionize, and I don't know what that'll do, you know, necessarily to the production of the films and stuff like that. One of the interesting things I I heard today uh, on a podcast is that the the CGI houses. They all it's, it's kind of like any other business where it's like, OK, this is what I need done. I throw the bid out there and and the CGI houses bid on it and they basically just take the lowest bidder. Yeah. So I don't know what unionizing is going to do to that. Uh, so it'd be interesting you know, to see what happens. I mean, right now um, we've said like some some of the series, some of the movies, the effects are so shitty because. Yeah. They're they're doing them up until five minutes before the movie comes out, yeah. and these guys are doing twenty hour days and yeah, uh, you know, and so oh, kind of on the the house, the CGI house. They 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 take these yeah, bids but, uh, and right, but if they're unionized, they can say we don't, you know, we work five days a week, yeah, eight hours a day, and then we get double time or whatever, and then. Yeah. There, there's only so so much you can do. We have a minute, you know. They, they can, yeah. they'll have a minimum. So what? Uh, that, have my my thought on that is, is what's going to happen? Yeah. What what might happen is, is it might be a a a backlog or not a back, but a uh, a reverse effect of what they were hoping to do. And the fact is, like, okay, well, we're going to turn away from doing so much CGI, and we'll end up with less CGI in movies, which might be a good thing. We don't know. I, you know. I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, I mean, right now they're uh, they're they're overly reliant on CGI for a lot of yeah. things like and and you can tell. And like I said, sometimes it just looks crummy <laughs> Like and and but somebody pointed out, it's like they can put a person in a green stocking and say, well, we'll make this makeup and costume with CGI. And because and they said part of the reason for that is the CGI people are not unionized. And the makeup and costume people are. So, so quick thing so too. I, I know we didn't talk about this. Sorry to interrupt you on that, but that's okay. Did you get, so the opening credits for this, or the openings, is it credits opening scene? Yeah, the uh, opening it was credits. A, I was an AI uh, yeah, created and, and looked at it. Was it was. Just I was just like, curious what you guys thought about it because I was I was it, it doesn't do anything for me. I really liked like, it. I thought it was disturbing <laughs> and interesting. Well, I liked the and green that's what color, they went for, and uh, and it it gave me more hope. 
that was not realized <laughs> in the series. Well, that's what I, I mean. Liked it. I, don't, I, liked I don't know. I guess. Okay. I guess I, this is like the third or fourth show I've watched that has AI. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. Because that uh, that Tom Holland show that I watched, the crowded room, that had AI credits, and they just they're at this point. I feel like they all are starting to look the same. They just look like an oil slick to me. They're I just, didn't realize it was, it was AI. That's interesting to me. This. This yeah. felt like uh, it, it was elevated like Daredevil, you know, that the opening. I really like the opening. Uh, the music kind of made me but, feel a little bit like that. But, yeah, but, I, um, I, you know, it's one of those ones. It's not like, uh, you know, I know we talked about the MCU on Netflix. The openings of those, they have a, a fucking feel to them. A, uh, like, I, I, yeah. I watched those. I didn't skip those because they had such an emotional touch to them. This one, it was easy to skip. I watched it uh, twice, which I thought was worthy of, of mentioning that it, was, <laughs> that it was better than just like, oh, this is hard to watch. Which yeah. I, and, I, and I think Daredevil was the only one I cared for in uh, I really Netflix. liked Daredevil. Well, you know what's funny? I, liked, I really liked um, uh, Luke Cage's uh, music. It got me going. Like, I didn't care about the visuals as much, but the music got me going. And then the visuals in Iron Fist... Uh, was much like Daredevil. I really enjoyed kind of, they remind me a lot of HBO's kind of some of theirs, like uh, when they did, um, what was the Western, Westworld? They have that kind of opening where it's kind of like this, this really intriguing, well, like building the, uh, the little yeah. body, you know, out of, out of yeah. red. So stuff. They, yeah. they kind of do the same thing with those. And so I enjoy those, but I just thought it was funny and we just hadn't mentioned it. So, well, that's cool. We, you know, we, we actually tackled this. This is good. Cause uh, you know, people need to hear it. Uh, we needed <laughs> to talk about it. Uh, um, you know, I think Bo found a way not to be here cause he just didn't want to talk about it, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you got to take a little bit of credit for that because normally we do this on Wednesday, and I think yeah, you no, it, it was you all had on a me. Daughter my daughter that that happened to have a birthday. Well, <laughs> technically, my my other daughter's birthday is tonight, but she decided to abandon us, and she's out at the coast, <laughs> and so it, it freed up tonight. But but it's it's a crazy week. It's a, a crazy week next week, but it it is what it is, and we'll we'll get on with our next thing. I um I don't know exactly what we're doing next week. I think we're gonna try and hit a spouse episode with, uh, with Steve's yeah, wife. Yeah, uh, I texted her while we were maybe. while we were doing this, and she says I think so, which means okay. that uh, we can plan on it at this point. Okay, so that, yeah, the plan is uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, if not, we'll we'll switch gears and find something else interesting, and we're quickly coming up on our two hundredth episode, as also our our October month where we're gonna hit some fun, scary uh, movies. Uh, got a few lined those up, are always fun. Up, yeah. They're always fun for me just because I, I, I'm one of those, I, I don't enjoy watching them, but I do enjoy watching them. It's kind of like <laughs> a, I go into it, just my anxiety gets going and I get all scared and, you know, I have to have my, my friends around me to protect me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're going to hit another Mike Flanagan series that uh, they're releasing, yeah. Follow the House yeah. of Usher, onto Netflix. I think that's his last, mm -hmm. that's coming onto Netflix. He signed with Amazon or something like that after that. You know, okay. A little bad breakup. That'll there. be interesting. Yeah, we're, we're going to try and do uh, some episodes from the campsite again, which uh -huh. will be fun because watching a scary movie in a dark campsite and then podcasting about it in the dark should be fun. Uh, we'll see how that goes <laughs> around a campfire. Uh, we'll see how that all goes. Um, but yeah, we're we're getting ready for some cool new fun stuff to go. And uh, so thanks for joining us on this one and our secret evasion. And uh, hopefully you guys are running into any scrodies. So, <laughs> that's how we seize it. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Oh, nobody loves us. Bo's not around. Oh, Bo. <laughs>
Aww. <laughs> what does that mean?